Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. Very, very big show we have for you today. We'll be joined in the third hour by John Guandolo, counterterrorism expert and a former FBI agent. We'll also be joined at the 1030 time slot by Taylor Hansen independent reporter who just found that his Second Amendment rights have been curtailed, denied, eliminated. Why? Certainly not because he's committed a crime. He's not a felon. He's not a, th- a threat to anybody. He hasn't posted threats of any sort. But he does report on things that are contrary to the desires of the ruling regime. So he doesn't get as many rights as everybody else. That's the new world that we live in. Very excited to talk to both of them Let's just get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 20th of September, 2022. Fury over forever chemicals as U.S. states spread toxic sewage sludge. Sludge. Regulators allow states to continue spreading sludge even as PF, uh, PFAS tainted substances has ruined livelihoods and poisoned waters. And also, you may have heard of this, turns frogs gay. But if you say it like that, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. If you try to draw attention to this huge issue before the mainstream media is ready to present it, then you are a whack job and you have to be silenced. But now they're getting around now that it's we're completely poisoned, now that it's totally saturated into everything we drink and everything we eat and everything that we do. Now they'll tell you about it, but they're not going to do anything about it, obviously. They'll have some more regulations, but as we continue to – you know, fight for the existence of the world and and combat climate change, we will continue to pump more and more forever chemical poison plastics into absolutely everything that we do. More on that later. Gatewaypundit.com has this story. Whistleblower FBI is creating false narrative by reclassifying January 6 cases as domestic terrorism and moving agents off of child sex abuse cases. Oh, yes. Much more important, much more important than you know, child sex slaves, child sex abuse cases is people who took an uh, unpermitted tour through the U.S. Capitol. Much, much bigger issue here. But of course, this is the same manipulative technique they do in just about everything. And this is an aspect of what we've been discussing here on this show, the false reality that they're attempting to project onto reality itself. Are there actually domestic terror cases? No, but if you label them domestic terror cases, now you have all the justification you need for your expanding spy state. Very clever. Very clever. Gosh, we didn't see that one coming. InfoWars has this story. New World Order Unites, Clinton Global Initiative, UN General Assembly, WEF Climate Crisis Summit all kick off simultaneously in New York City. Oh, you know what that means. Something good is coming for us. Yes, The world government is meeting. It's a congress of the real rulers of the world, and they'll be setting policy and setting a narrative, and it will be rolled out through their organs in the mainstream media and the national government very soon. We'll talk more about that a little bit later. Collective of global globalist confabs are all kicking off in New York City this week, featuring a who's who of globalist leaders, policymakers, advocates, and allies. You know, the people that love us. Incredible. Two stories here that may portend something just as 
earth-shattering and dangerous as the Clintons getting together with the Schwabs. Powerful earthquake hits Mexico on fateful anniversary, killing at least two. A magnitude 7.6 earthquake struck western Mexico on Monday on the anniversary of two devastating tremblers, killing at least two people, damaging buildings, knocking out power, and sending residents of Mexico City scrambling outside for safety at the same time as you have that example of tectonic chaos you have this new zealand raises alert level on giant taupo volcano new zealand scientists on tuesday increased the alert level for a volcano below the country's biggest lake which caused the largest interruption on earth in the past 5000 years when it exploded about 1800 years ago in a statement geological agency geonet had detected 700 small earthquakes below Lake Taupo, the caldera created by the giant volcano, and has raised the volcanic alert from level one, zero to one. Good Lord. Oh, no. My God. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Finishing up with your daily dispatch here. Get everybody in the stuff. Texas sheriff opens criminal probe into DeSantis' operation to fly migrants to Martha's Vineyard. That's right. They are now investigating Ron DeSantis for flying migrants to Martha's Vineyard. We have the video. We'll show it to you a little bit later. Authorities in Texas are investigating Florida Governor Ron DeSantis over an operation to fly 50 migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts last week, a move that has infuriated many Democrats and angered locals on the island. Again, it's just – it's not that it's necessarily that bad that they're investigating it. It just shows you how easy it would be to stop the actual human trafficking going on. In this country, if people would just investigate it and look into it and figure out who is funding it and who is contributing to it and who is facilitating it. Now they're like showing on all these websites like these are the brochures that were given to migrants by Ron DeSantis that have the contact information for Massachusetts authorities. What an outrage. As if it's impossible to talk about the very same style brochures that are given to people everywhere from Brazil to Argentina to Mexico, along with a cash card by the UN instructing people how to get to the border, how to cross it, and how to apply for asylum, even if you don't technically qualify for it. They would just do a little bit of research into that. They would just do a little bit of investigation into the actual criminals actually flooding our country. It would all be solved overnight, but no, they withhold their carrying out of the law when it benefits them politically. These absolute shameless scumbags. And we combine that story with our final one here. Migrant arrests at southwestern border hit yearly record, highest ever in a single year, and we're only in September. The number of arrests of undocumented immigrants at the south, southwestern border reached a yearly record in August, according to, a, to data from U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Arrests on the southern border were at 2,150,244 in the 11 months leading up to August, according to CBP data released Monday. The number of arrests along the southwestern border in one year has previously never surpassed 2 million. And of course, we covered the story earlier this week saying that The number of people arrested is only about 43% of the people actually crossing the border, meaning that it's likely over 4 million people in a single year have crossed the border into this country completely illegally. 
Oh, but it's not an inv- oh, but it's not an invasion. It's not an invasion. It's just four million people. It's just more than one percent of our entire population in a single year crossing over the border and entering this country without permission. Really, just just incredible. <laughs> hard to, hard to even imagine. Hard to fathom. But you don't need to. It's here. It's happening all around us. Absolutely mind-blowing. Again, we will be joined by John Guandolo, counterterrorism expert, at the 10 o'clock hour. Later that hour, we'll be joined by Taylor Hansen, independent reporter who has had his Second Amendment rights removed from him. Why is he a, is he a terrorist? Is he a felon? Is he a dangerous person? Of course not. He speaks out against the regime, so he's having his rights taken away. That's how it works now. You know, there's something that uh you know there there's we talk a lot in on this show and on infowars about objective versus subjective reality we have something now that you could call objective versus subjective law we should have objective law law should be law you break the law you get the punishment doesn't matter who you are what you know it's sort of the thing that this country was founded on sort of the entire purpose of the republic as we know it that all men are created equal, so therefore the law should apply to them equally. That's what makes us a country that is under the rule of law, not rule of man, because the law is the law no matter who or what it applies to. But that's not the case anymore. Now we have subjective law. Now it all depends. Now it depends on whether or not they actually want to pursue you or want to you know, fabricate a misdeed so that they can – justify imposing law upon you it's it's all completely arbitrary now it's worse than no law at all this subjective law now we can get we can get more into that later we have a lot of videos to show you as well the real threats to this country the overwhelming invasion the collapse of the economy purpose purposeful completely designed manufactured collapse we have The cashless system that is now being implemented across the globe. All of this and more we'll discuss later. But let's begin with clip number 12 here. Because as we know, there's one thing that the Biden administration promised. It was that we would no longer be a laughing stock on the world stage. You know, they were all laughing at America as we prospered greater than we ever have before. They They were mocking us and making fun of our president who was running like a steamroller over there world leaders see they were they were snickering at us behind their hands and and the you know limp-wristed pencil-necked little weirdos in their towers in new york city and washington dc couldn't stand to be laughed at by the international community even when you know they were laughing like there's the literal example right of the german contingent at the u.n actually laughing at donald trump while he was telling them you are setting yourselves up to be totally dependent on russia you are setting yourselves up to be frozen out in the winter if Russia decides to cut you off from energy. And, of course, that was proven to be exactly right. But, again, in this false reality that they're projecting, it's worse to be laughed at than to be laughed at and be right, right? It's like they would rather be wrong and in good standing with their compatriots than be laughed at and mocked even though they're exactly right and they're 100 percent on top of everything. It's this bizarre – I guess you could say 
aspect of subjective reality. See, Trump was objectively right, but according to the people sitting around him, they, they thought what he was saying was silly. So you have to, to, you have to pretend that he's wrong because that's what the, the subjects around you think. It's all nonsense and stupidity. But speaking of, Kamala Harris got laughed at by the Australian news. Let's go down to that video. Over these last 18 months, Democrats have delivered big time. Don't laugh. That was the highlight. That was the high point of the speech. And boy, haven't the Democrats delivered big time. Biggest gas prices, big, big inflation, more than 2 million illegal immigrants crossing the southern border. That's big. And don't forget the dramatic increase in violent crime in Democrat-run cities. (laughs) How about that? How about that? Uh, Are they ever embarrassed? Are Democrats ever embarrassed? Do they ever look at the outcomes of their policies and... Just even think about it for a single second. I mean, honestly, do you? <laughs> if you're listening and you're a Democrat, like, do you ever just stop to think about what is happening as a consequence of the things that you support? Does that matter at all? I guess this is just why they always have some sort of excuse, some sort of something else they can blame what's happening on, right? You defund the police. Violent crime skyrockets and you go, well, it's because we don't have enough welfare. I get it that you can constantly blame someone else. You can constantly find a scapegoat for what is clearly your fault. But do you ever feel just the slightest bit of shame in that? Do you ever just feel a little bit embarrassed that there are millions of people that can see right through you? Or you just want to shut us up? Now, yeah, it doesn't matter if you can just – Silence us, destroy us, ignore us. I guess reality doesn't matter then. Reality is totally subjective. It's entirely up to you whether what's actually happening matters or not. No, it it actually matters. People are dying. People are being murdered. People are running out of money. People can't afford to live anymore. Any of that matter? No, as long as you can just shout white supremacy and distract the American people like – squirrel direct uh, distracting a attention deficit disordered dog <laughs> i mean it's just it's embarrassing you should be embarrassed i'm embarrassed for you quite frankly because america is in a state of absolute total collapse it has been for a while and hey spoiler alert it's not because we've gotten more christian and we've gotten too white no it's uh, kind of exact opposite I don't know it's the it fourth coin that we've released in the last year and i believe the most powerful the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic. The man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. And it's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalist. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is Funding the information war against the globalist. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. 
Everybody knows that high-quality fish oil does fantastic things for your cardiovascular system, for your brain, for every part of your body. But what I don't see being promoted is the fact that it has natural psychotropic effects. It certainly does for me. When I take a couple of these capsules an hour before bed, my sleep, my dreams are amazing. Now, there are actually some studies out there linking it to amazing events in the brain. But I want you to experience it for yourself. We know it's good for your heart. We know it's good for your brain. We know it's good for your arteries and veins and your lungs and every other function in your body. But I want you to experience this high-grade fish oil, this ultimate fish oil at InfoWorkStore.com and see what it does if you take it before bedtime. Ultimate fish oil, 50% off, now exclusively available at InfoWorkStore.com. Thank you all for your support. You're really going to miss out if you don't get it. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is InfoWars, American Journal, band.video. Thanks so much for joining us. Please do support us at InfoWarsStore.com. As you know, we are fighting for our lives. I don't need to tell you that, but maybe I need to remind you that it's not a, it's not a talking point. It's not a selling point. It's not a, a game that we're playing or some act that we're carrying out. It is very, very real. And if you don't want, to, want us to be here anymore, I guess don't go to InfoWarsStore.com. But if you want us to continue our mission to tell the truth – and spread awareness about the actual dangers that people face around the world, go to InfoWarsStore.com. Because, of course, the powers that be thrive on fabricated dangers, imagined dangers, or manufactured dangers. The Associated Press reports just now, in an alarming assessment, the UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez told world leaders Tuesday that nations are gridlocked in colossal global dysfunction and aren't ready or willing to tackle the major challenges that threaten the future of humanity and the fate of the planet. Practically slamming people over the head with the idea that we need a global government. All these countries all acting independently. Oh, it's chaos. We all must form under one single unified, unelected, unaccountable body of corporate masters. Yes, it's for the sake of humanity after all. It's for the earth. You want to save the earth, don't you? Eat the bugs. Live in a box. Survive on debt. Die. Don't have children. Forget your religion. We all have to, together, as one, one world, under one singular control mechanism, constantly surveilled, constantly judged, constantly dictated to what we can do, when we can do it, how far we can go, right? We're here to tell you what the real threats are, which is them, which is the people doing this, which is the people trying to enact this, trying to impose their will on the entire world, whether they like it or not, and if you don't like it, well, they'll kill you. That's how it goes. That's how a mafia operates. But we also tell you that it's not hopeless and that you don't need to give up anything to reclaim your birthright from these people. You don't need to suffer. You don't need to subject yourself to the whims of people who despise you. All you have to do is stand up against the bullies. All you have to do is be willing to take the slings and arrows from a bunch of petulant nobodies 
who we're going to screech and call you all sorts of names. That's fine. Sticks and stones, folks, right? It doesn't matter. They can call you any name that you want. People are going to call you bad names. If someone's you know, breaking in your house and trying to kidnap your daughter, they might call you a bad name when you shoot them <laughs> to stop it. But guess what? Who cares, <laughs> right? You have a daughter to save. You have a life to live. You have an existence to maintain. So it's not impossible to break out of this prison. It, it may be very soon if they are able to pull off this scam, if they're able to implement their program to the fullest extent, will be extremely hard, if not completely impossible, to break out with some sort of divine intervention. Right? Once they're tracking everywhere that you go, once they know everything that you do, once they have a chip in your head, once they have you you know, drugged by order of the state, yeah, it'll be difficult to even fathom what rebellion will look like, let alone carry one out. But we're not at that point yet. We can still resist. We can still fight back. We can still defeat them and reclaim our destiny. It's just a matter of whether we want it or not. I hope that you do. And if you do, please go to InfoWarsStore.com. Support us in this mission to quite literally save humanity. It's nothing short of throwing the ring in Mount Doom, firing that missile into the Death Star. It is a life-or-death struggle for the fate of humanity. And literally all it takes is your awareness. All it takes is your awareness. All it takes is your standing up against it. And the good news is that we have been hugely successful in this. We reported on it last week with Bill Gates, tons of headlines. Bill Gates says we're worse than we were before. And it's because it was things like normal vaccine uptake is way down because people saw how fraudulent the COVID vaccine was and they started looking into and asking questions about all the other vaccines and discovered that they are also predicated on nothing and have massive side effects and are more dangerous than they are beneficial. So people started doubting, oh no. And now we have another example of this, people who before were blindly going along with the scheme of things, with the grand scheme of things you might say have now started noticing, have now started paying attention, start asking questions, and they're waking up, and now they're marching. Let's go to this video. It is a London protest. Video from Rebel News UK. London protesters express their concerns about the impending cashless society. Let's go down to clip 13. Today isn't about one specific topic. It's an umbrella of various others. What does it mean for you to be here today then? Okay, for me... um you know, for two years I was fighting against the whole COVID agenda, but now my primary focus is the uh, the Great Reset. So uh, the fourth industrial revolution, where you will own nothing and be happy. Uh, I mean, even on the UK government website, it states that the fourth industrial revolution is merging the lines between the biological, digital, and artificial realms. I mean, you know, they talk about gene editing, and this is on the UK government website. It's not conspiracy, as people think. So... Um, Yeah, that's why I'm here, to try and stop the Great Reset, because I feel like that is the end of humanity. At that point, we we won't be able to rise, because everything will be automated, controlled, and censored. It already is, but at that point, there'll be no chance, you know? So we have to do it now. We have a small window of opportunity. It's not necessarily about one specific topic, is it? It's it's an umbrella of terms. Absolutely, yeah. So for you today, being here... 
What do you think is the main topic for you today on this uh, protest? Well, there's, a, there's a multitude of things, but the cashless society, the importance of raising awareness, of withdrawing cash every day, paying your bills, paying for your groceries, wherever you are, in a bar or restaurant, paying cash. Draw it out and paying cash. Um, the post office have taken record amounts of deposits and withdrawals in the last three months, which is an indicator that there's a level of awareness rising. Now, we do a lot of outreach down on the south coast where I live, um, and the cash thing has really, really captured the attention of uh, businesses and the uh, public, you know, the residents of the town, and more um, businesses are putting the cash, uh, cash uh, uh, um, posters in their windows locally, which is another good indicator that there's an awareness going on. We've got the energy price, uh, price hike, the corporate extortion of that. Oh, it's only going to be raised 200%. Come on, people. 200%? So how are people going to pay that? This winter is going to be very interesting. Very interesting indeed. That video again from Rebel News UK. Big protest there in London against all things Great Reset. The awareness is happening. The awakening is taking place. The great awakening to counter the great reset as people realize that for decades, many of them have gone along with the program that they didn't realize at the time was designed through slow, you know, making you getting use, making you get used to each slight restriction of your freedom, each seeming example of convenience actually being another bar on the jail cell that they're enclosing you in and now people are waking up standing up against it my hope is it's just not too little too late we're going to show you the real negative effects of a cashless society as has already been experienced in india on the other side stay with us donald trump and the magna republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic i wouldn't be surprised if this doesn't have an operational name in fact, I bet it does. I bet it's called Operation Matador. They see us as the bull, and they are shaking a red flag in our face. And the Matador is the deep state with a long, skinny, razor-sharp sword so that when the bull lunges forward, the Matador uses the force of its weight to drive it into the heart and step aside with his cape as the bull buries himself into the dust. They've got the ace of spades in their hand, which is false flags. Before you launch a war, you stage false flags. That's the first thing you do, because nobody wants to say they started a war. Bad guys start wars. So every time a war gets launched by bad guys, they stage an event. This is Operation Matador. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Again, we just, we, we spend today delving into the news of the world and just sadly shaking our heads at the absurdity of it all. So many things that are happening that are the direct result, direct consequence of policies made by, by human beings who then get the media to present 
the issues that are cropping up as if they're just happening. We don't know. It's just it's just happening all of a sudden. It's so weird how that happens. As we speak, the New World Order is gathering various conclaves around New York City, the Clinton Global Initiative, UN General Assembly, and the World Economic Forum Climate Crisis Summit kick off simultaneously in New York City. A trifecta of global globalist technocratic meetings take place in New York to coordinate destructive Great Reset and Build Back Better agendas. Because remember, this is the government. This is the real government. It's not people in Washington, D.C. debating in the halls of the Senate or the Congress, making deals and setting legislation and then voting on it, voting it up or down, trying to make a deal while upholding the demands and expectations of their voters back home. No, 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 that's cute. No, it's very cute. No, it's a very, very cute idea. No, 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 it's billionaire bankers and corrupt politicians gathering in high rises in New York City to secretly map out the course of the next year. They then dictate that to the people in the national government, mostly the deep state unelected people who then carry it out regardless of and many times counter to the desires and will of the people upon which this is being inflicted. This is the real government. It is a global government. It's not coming. It's here. It's being established as we speak. In fact, it's already fairly well established at this point. Now they're just putting into place mechanisms that will ensure that it never ends. It's already here. Now what they're doing is trying to destroy anybody that would stand up against them and put into place the psychological operations and financial operations to guarantee that nobody can ever break out of it. The prison's built. Now they're just soldering on the bars. That's how it's working. And the primary method by which they will lock our, lock the, the prison cell door and keep us in a state of abject subjugation is the cashless society, is central bank digital currencies. They're already rolling it out to a very large fashion. And in fact, I'll find the story here during the video that we're about to play. They rolled this out in India in 2016, we reported on it at the time here on InfoWars, the cashless society that they rolled out in preparation for rule by banks, bankocracy, corporatocracy, plutocracy, whatever you want to call it. It's here and it's growing stronger. And they're enacting these measures by first creating the catastrophic situation that we currently find ourselves in first you crash the economy first you crash the dollar first you start a war in ukraine and cut off the energy and then you go oh my gosh it's so bad here i guess we need digital currency i guess go quick quick you want to be safe oh no the it's flooding because i you know busted open the the water main quick get into the jail cell that's essentially how this works And so they're doing it. They're already doing it, and it's already having devastating consequences. Let's go now to video number one. A cashless system will come for everyone. With a cashless society, the social credit system will come for everyone. And if you notice, you know, my country was the first where they made cash illegal. 2016, digitalization was forced in the country. Eight o'clock in the evening announced midnight 
cash was illegal, the big notes. And 70% of the economy crashed. This digitalization is now going all over the world and there's a war on cash. They call it war on cash because cash is merely a medium of exchange. It has no value in itself. It's just a promise. You read the dollar note, it says, I promise to pay the bearer. A, when it's digital, even a credit card, you know, you're giving rents to the global financial system. But when it's cryptocurrency in the hands of algorithms, in the hands of big tech, they will do what is happening in China. Create social credit system to decide a new caste system. And you might have also followed that while all this has been happening, the founder of the World Economic Forum did a book called The Great Reset on how to deal with the COVID crisis. And one of, and all, everything we're seeing unfold is part of that Great Reset. But an element of that Great Reset is, you will own nothing. Now, I'm a believer in the commons, and it would be so good if all land was a commons, if all seed was a commons, if food was a commons, if health was a commons, so that we had strong public health systems, strong community health systems, deep knowledge about being healthy. But when Paul Schwab says, you will own nothing, he's saying, we'll own it all. That's why you have gates, not just owning the seed. What do you do to own our food? One, of course, controls the hell, and now owning land. This, if any, if ever there was a time for humanity to wake up, now is the time. If there's ever a time for humanity to wake up, now is the time. Yeah, your your humanity is sleeping in the backseat of a car that is driving off a cliff. If there's a time to wake up, it's now, or you'll you'll never wake up again. You might wake up with that sick falling feeling as the car plunges over the cliff before you're engulfed in a fireball, but you can wake up now, you can take control of the car, and you can steer it away from this cliff towards which we are racing. And it, it amazed me, just, it's like I don't even think about it when I put the videos in the, in the folder and, and get ready to play them. I don't know if there is somebody on earth that I could have less in common with than that lady you just watched, right? Different religion, different sex, different country. She speaks English. That might be the only thing we have in common, and yet we are perfectly aligned in our opposition to Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset. And again, it just reminds me of these manufactured divisions that they are attempting to impose on all of us. It's white people versus black people. It's women versus men. No, no, no. It's all of us versus you. It's all of us. It's me and this lady. It's me, it's me and some you know, black farmer in Africa. It doesn't matter who you are. They are coming for you. They are coming after you. They want to enslave you. And they may alter their strategy depending on who you are and what works best against you or your community or your people, but they're coming for all of us, which is good news because we can all stand together and oppose them. doesn't matter. I don't care if you're Hindu or Muslim or atheist. It doesn't matter. Are you on my side against the scumbags? Are you on humanity's side against the technocratic alien elite? Oh, great. <laughs> Wonderful. Then nothing else matters. We both love humanity. We both want to be left alone. We both want community and the commons, as she puts it, which really just means decentralization. It means small scale.
it means the opposite of globalism, whether that's nationalism or localism or whatever you want to call it. It's anti-whatever-they-want, the Great Reset. Now, we have a lot of news to get into in the next segment and the next hour. We'll be opening up the phone lines for your calls. We have some pretty shocking LGBTQP plus news out of California, signing of a new law that intends to directly and literally separate children from their families for opposing the gay agenda or whatever you want to call it. We also have some pretty stunning whistleblower documents about the FBI and their attempt to manufacture the crisis of white supremacy in this country, which doesn't exist, hasn't existed really ever, but at least in the last, I don't know, four generations or so. And we're also going to be talking about COVID-19 and where it was created and how it was created. We know now. People ask me all the time, what is your best nootropic? You've got TurboForce. You've got BrainForce Plus, and you've got BrainForce Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking, what's better, a Ford F-150 or a Cadillac or a Ferrari? It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. TurboForce is 10 hours of clean, out-of-control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. BrainForce Plus is a long-term acting clean nootropic. This BrainForce Ultra is a super fast acting nootropic that creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long. They're all three different formulas. And finally, back in stock, massively discounted, BrainForce Ultra is available at InfoWarsStore.com. BrainForce Ultra, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. I don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast. Hell, I've been on there 27 years, and only the last year or so have I said that. But let me tell you, the new world order is breathing down our neck. The big globalist publications are coming after us, and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air, and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can, and get a book, get a film, get a t-shirt. Get some supplements because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us. So pray for us, word of mouth, tell folks about the broadcast however you can, and buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at InfoWarsStore.com. Whether it's high-quality coffee or supplements or books or films, all of it nurtures the soul, all of it empowers humanity, All of it is pro-human and pro-God. Thank you so much. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. American Journal, Infowars.com. Give us a call. The number to dial, 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call here at American Journal about whatever topics you want. Now would be a great day to go to my Substack because there are a lot of stories I'm not going to be able to spend the full time that I should on simply as a matter of necessity. I mean, we just don't have time to get into all this to the depth that it deserves. 
all of the stories that we cover today and every day can be found on my Substack, harrisonhillsmith.substack.com, or you can go to offlimits.news and find a link and sign up there. We're just going to continue just for a moment on the cashless society stuff and then get into just so many other stories that uh, are really just insane. I mean, I just I can just read them. Right. I mean, we can just go through them. Biden proclaims there's a there's a through line of hate in American history. New whistleblower information reveals the FBI is moving agents off of child sex abuse investigations to instead pursue political investigations. That's the whistleblower alleges the FBI schemed to distort January 6th cases into nationwide domestic violent extremist epidemic. U.S. to review psychological operations. Most of these are info war stories. Fury over forever chemicals as U.S. states spread toxic sewage sludge. TikTok is a national security threat, breaking down all the ways that the operators of TikTok have lied to circumvent uh, American law and continue to spy on American citizens. Got a whole, whole drama over the use of of a Nazi like salute at Trump rallies. Just, just hilarious. We'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, we have a lot to get into. Hilarious headlines. Okay, all right. Well, we'll get into all of it or as much as we can. But just for a moment, sticking on this cashless society topic, since that is where they're moving, it's likely going to be a main point of discussion as the New World Order meets in its parliament in New York City this weekend. The Climate Crisis Summit, UN General Assembly, Clinton Global Initiative, just a few of the attractions for the elite, unelected corporate masters of the world coming together and setting policy for the rest of us as an unelected government. They're going to start to really roll out in full force the central bank digital currency. It may be before the end of the year that it's announced cash is over. I mean, they did it in India. Look at how they did it in India. They simply one day said, hey, two months from now, cash isn't going to exist anymore. So come turn in your cash for digital tokens, and that'll be that. But there's even more devious actions at work. This story from April of 2021, actually. They've been getting ready for this for a while. Digital currency, one comes with an expiry date. So it will expire. Spend it or it will vanish. is Is it becoming clear to you now? You know, you hear a lot when it comes to a racist talking point about inherited wealth, right, about intergenerational wealth. Apparently it's a, it's a crime that some groups of people in this country have intergenerational wealth while others don't. That's seen as a, as a crime against humanity, essentially. They believe that when you die, all of your money should revert to the state, and it should be able to dole it out to whoever it pleases, and your children should gain nothing from the work and wealth that you've done or the generations before you have scrimped and saved to gift to their progeny. <laughs> Not in a fam- fam- familyless, godless, atheistic ant colony that they want to put us in. No, you have to be stripped of all of your cultural inheritance, including the actual literal inheritance of your forefathers to be folded into the new world order. You won't, ju- you won't be born with wealth. You'll be born with debt. Right, you'll have to be already as a as an infant paying off the hospital bills 
that you incurred by being born, and then you'll have to incur more debt to go to school, and then you'll have to incur more debt to go to college, and then you'll be a, a serf or an indentured servant. Well, we paid for your college, so now you have to work for us for a certain number of years, and you'll never pay off that debt, so you'll die with debt. You'll never be able to own anything. You'll have nothing to pass down to your children. That's the ultimate goal here. You can imagine how easy it is to achieve this goal when you have a digital currency that expires. Oh, you didn't spend your money? Well, it goes away now, right? You will own nothing. It's a very real threat against you. It's not just that it'll be hard to buy a house. No, it will be impossible. Everything will be rented. Car will be rented. Your phone will be rented. Your house will be rented. All of the big ticket items will be rented from a corporation who actually owns it and can reclaim it at any time they please or do with it what they will. It's happened – we had a video or a story earlier this week. I don't think I actually covered it, but it was on my Substack about Tesla locking its doors, a, a car locking its doors and not letting the person into it until they paid like $24,000 for a new, a new Tesla battery. It's not your car anymore. See, you are owned by the car, not the other way around. But this is the next step. It will expire. You have to spend it on something intangible, something impermanent, transitory, something that, you know, chips. You can buy chips. You can buy food. You can buy, you know, something pleasant and nice that you can spend an afternoon, a movie or a, or a vacation, but nothing that you can hand down to your family, nothing that you can actually build wealth with. That's just one of the tactics that they'll be using, a digital currency that expires. But, of course, they're already – engaged in the process of draining your savings, right? 63% of Americans say they're falling behind on the cost of living. Newly released polling data shows the majority of Americans report they're falling behind on the cost of living. NBC News released this poll, which found that 58% of Americans disprove of President Joe Biden's handling of the economy. What? What? When we're told over and over by the Biden administration that they're the best administration ever for the economy, just like they won the most you know, a uh, cheat proof election in history, the most legitimate election in history that elected the best administration ever for the economy. And yet people think that the election was stolen and think the economy is not good. No, 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 no. You must adhere to our false reality. You must listen to our dictates, even if they contradict your very eyes. Another 63% of surveyed voters say their income is falling behind the cost of living. That's just going to debt. Oh, well, you can just go into debt. That's all right. That poll points to inflation, which has soared since Biden took office and been a political thorn in the Democrats' side. Yeah, no crap. Aurelian of Rome on Twitter has a pretty informative thread here. Burning the entire civilization of the West to the ground just for a Pyrrhic victory in a country that most Americans can't find on a map. Ukraine wasn't illegally invaded just to capture territory. Ukraine was invaded to prompt Western powers into committing suicide. And that's exactly What's happening? What is the point of the war in Ukraine? Has there even been an attempt for peace? No, of course not. The only thing that has been done when it comes to Ukraine is that countries that didn't do anything wrong have had their electricity prices skyrocket by a billion percent. And billions and billions and billions of our tax dollars have been gifted to weapons manufacturers to continue their death mongering across the world. Andreas Steno on Twitter has this 
thread. The green transition will make us 100% dependent on China instead of Russia, and China knows it. It's a chart, which I think is probably from – yeah, it's from the New York Times actually, where clean energy metals are produced. Production of key mineral resources is highly concentrated today. Charts show the top three producers. Copper's in Chile, nickel in Indonesia, cobalt in the Democratic Republic of Congo. You know, that's where the uh, child slaves are. That's the child slaves that are necessary to bring about this wonderful green transition that we're going to, the transition to nowhere. Rare earth metals are primarily found in China. Lithium is found in Australia and also in China, and yet they're processed almost entirely in China. Copper, nickel, cobalt, uh, nickel, cobalt, rare earth, and lithium all processed almost exclusively in China because they don't have any environmental regulations, so they can deal with this toxic material and uh, just pour it into the ocean when they're done, all the detritus from their operations. So again, another thing that we've been talking about here on this show, the precious metals and minerals that are required for the green transition that they're trying to put us through, it all puts power into China's hands and China is not you know sitting pretty on that. They're using their wealth to capture huge swaths of actual land here in America. Chinese company buys up 1400 acres of Florida farmland to sets up a to set up a primate quarantine site. What could that even mean? According to Spotlight on Levy County government, a Beijing-based company has purchased a vast parcel of farmland in Levy County, Florida and converted it into a quarantine site for primates. Who does not sell off our country to China? Both literally and phys- like metaphorically, can we stop doing that, please? Just look at these headlines from Reuters. World faces unprecedented global hunger crisis, UN chief says, going into 2023. World Food Program warns of global food catastrophe, looming global catastrophe. The world could run out of food by 2023, major studies say, and the reports go on and on. We told you this was a designed program by the globalists two and a half years ago. We told you energy and food prices would explode, and now they're up more than 40% in the U.S. alone. Some areas of the world, they're up over 100%. The only way you beat inflation and protect yourself and your family is with high-quality, storable food ready to ship right now at preparetoday.com. At a very rare sale of 10% off site-wide, not just on storable food, but survival and preparedness items is happening right now. 10% off at preparetoday.com. And on top of it, any order above $99 gets free shipping. That is a huge part of the cost of storable food. So go to preparetoday.com and protect yourself and your family while you still can. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video back folks second hour has begun we will take your phone calls this hour first we'll go to this video andrew tate he returned to a live stream on rumble Seventy thousand live viewers on that alternative to youtube site really an incredible audience there and a very powerful message for the people that attempted to cancel him same people that canceled us right remember they canceled us back in uh 2018 remember that was four years ago remember it didn't work remember we still are here we still are thriving so they had to double down their attempts to destroy us they had to 
find different avenues of attack, different vectors of infiltration. It really is a war. It's nothing short of a war. And just like a war, there is not one single attack in one area that you repulse and then it's over. It's various attacks. It's feints. It's false flags. It's the psychological operations in addition to the on-the-ground movements of troops. It's the strategic overview with the tactical outcome of on-the-ground fighting. It is a full-fledged global information war. And frankly, the tides are turning. Here is Andrew Tate. Fired their biggest weapon at us. They looked at us and thought they have too much power, too much influence. Let's hit them with the most powerful weapon we have. Let's cancel them. Let's close all their accounts. Let's make them vanish. Let's, let's destroy their influence. That's the biggest bullet they had. Imagine shooting a man with your last bullet and he stands there unfazed. Do I look canceled? From what I can see, we have 70,000 people watching us. I don't feel canceled. Do you feel canceled? Well, isn't that triple the number of our largest ever stream up until this point with Emergency Meeting Live? They have made martyrs of us. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you the mistake they have made. This is the only time in human history where the betas of Earth had power over the alphas. Before this, they had no power, but now they have a little bit of power. They can cancel you. That's what they can do. They can come along and cancel you. And everyone they've canceled so far ended up canceled. So they thought they could cancel the top G. It's the weapon that always works. They fired the bullet that never fails. It bounced off of my skin. And here I am. I still emerge more powerful than ever before. There's a large contingent of men out there who don't want to wear makeup, who don't want to be girls, who don't want to be told they're toxic because they want to go to the gym, who want to drive nice cars, who want to have money, who want to have hot chicks. And there's nothing wrong with us. We are not evil. We are not bad. We're not misogynistic. We're not out to hurt anybody. Let me tell you one more thing. When bad things happen, they call men like us. The feminists who hate us and call us toxic, the second they have trouble, they'll call a police officer. Do you think they want a feminist male to turn up or a man like me and you? They need us and they use us. But the second we have an opinion, the second I decide to voice and talk about the things that we talk about, explain our points of view, they want to cancel us. They don't want us to speak. They just want us to defend them, build the railroads, build the roads, be the workhorses, be the slaves, and they think we're not allowed a point of view. Well, they made a mistake because I, like every great leader throughout history, charge first before my army, cavalry charge at the enemy. You can cancel me. I'm about to pave the road for every other man out here with an opinion who's going to get canceled. I'll show you where to go. <laughs> hey, powerful stuff. Say, say what you want about the guy and, uh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> there's some, you know, maybe not my fair. I mean, the thing is that he he's sort of missing the big picture, unfortunately. First of all, here's a guy saying he's paving the road and he's charging first when Alex Jones is so far in front of him, you can't even see him. So there's that. Right. But hey, he's self-aggrandizing. That's fine. That's fine. But also what in his experience has made him think that people don't want like the powers that be don't want men who love driving fast cars and sleeping with lots of women. No, no, that's what they want. It, it come, I mean, come on. They want you being stuck in a, in a lecherous, you know, slavehood of lust, right? What they don't want is people making families. What they really don't want is people being good and religious and upstanding and standing up against it with all the same force and masculinity that he shows, but with the corresponding goodness and righteousness and long-thinking foresight, not fast. 
You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Here's some uh, funny serendipity for you here. I just played that clip by Andrew Tate where he's saying, the people in power, they don't want us to own fast cars and sleep with lots of women. What, what powers it be? Do you, what, what? what? <laughs> it's exactly what they want. That's what, they would love if every man's highest goal and, and biggest priority was meaningless sex and material things. That's what they're trying to create. You know, what they don't want is families and religion and goodness and togetherness and community and self-sufficiency. These are the things that they're attempting to stop, and masculinity goes a long way in promoting that. So he's right on some aspects, but I think he's missing the big picture here. And then I look at Twitter during the break, and I see Josh Lekic on Twitter, friend of the show. He's responding to David Hogg. He says, sounds like you hate yourself. David Hogg says, like me, I'm never planning on having kids. I would much rather own a Porsche and have a Portuguese water dog and golden doodle. Okay, you're gay. We get it. You're gay. We understand. Okay. But I just thought that was, that was kind of perfect, right? It's like here's David Hogg, literal manifestation of the establishment, right? He was born in a, in a tube at the FBI offices. <laughs> and he's like, my goal in life is to own a Porsche and a dog. Wow, amazing. Amazing and incredible. Did we lose our video? What's going on here, guys? All right, all right, we're back. Well, I'm, I'm not back. Well, luckily, we're still going to be able to take calls here. It looks like we're having some sort of uh, it, malfunction. All right, we're back. We're back. We're live. The crew is uh, running around like chickens with their heads cut off trying to figure out what exactly went wrong. Oh, it was me. It was my fault. I'm always to blame. I get it. It's amazing it doesn't, it doesn't happen. It's amazing how rare it is that all of this highly intricate techn- technology operates like 90% of the time it operates perfectly smoothly. And that's what you get with Infowars.com. I just want to go to this article real quick and then I'll go out to your phone calls. Remember, if you want to call in, the number to dial is 1-877-789-2539. 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call here at American Journal. I just I love this. I love the way they phrase this. It's almost the perfect example of what I always try to express. They're going to tell you the truth. Mainstream media, their purpose as an organ or a limb or a head of the hydra of the New World Order, their role is to tell you the truth. They have to pretty much tell you the truth. They have to use facts. They have to tell you the truth, but they want to leave you believing a lie. They want to leave you with the insinuation of a lie. Okay, and this headline is sort of the perfect example of it. EU saw 53,000 excess deaths in July amid record heat wave. Amid record heat wave. Now, they don't say that the heat wave caused this because that's not true. The true part about this is that the EU saw 53,000 excess deaths in July. That's the true part. Then they tack on that there was a major heat wave going on as if that's the cause of it. You know, this is like me going, yeah, I went to Vegas and I lost all of my money amid a solar eclipse. And it was a solar eclipse and now I have no money. 
like, well, did the thing, did that cause you losing money? No, what caused me losing money was the bad decisions I made when I put all of my money on black and then it came up red. But if I phrase it to you as if this was some sort of consequence of lunar activity, maybe you won't be mad at me. Maybe it'll disguise the reality of the situation. So that's horrifying. 53,000 excess deaths absolutely horrifying the most horrifying part about it is that it's because of the vaccine yeah it's it's the vaccine that caused this but of course they're going to insinuate that this was the weather it was the weather it was hot i mean it wasn't particularly hot i mean there have been hotter years in the recent past we showed you the charts where it was like 2022 and the chart is all red and it looks like the whole continent is is on fire but the temperatures are actually lower than they were five years ago where the, it looked normal and it would, just, it would just be like an icon of a sun. It's like a, a nice dancing sun icon. It's like it's 35 degrees Celsius. I don't know how hot that is, but it's Europe, so that's what they use. And then like now it's like 33 degrees Celsius, but it looks like it's on fire, right? So it wasn't particularly hot. It was hot, but it wasn't like abnormal. It wasn't excruciatingly hot. It wasn't something that would kill 53,000 people. No, that was the, uh, you know vaccines that's killing everybody. The Europeans saw 16% more deaths than usual in July as a record-breaking heat wave hit parts of the continent. It's highest monthly figure so far this year, official data shows on Friday. The extreme heat in southern Europe sparked wildfires in Spain, France, and Portugal and led to thousands of heat-related deaths across Europe. Eh, maybe. Yeah, kind of, except not really, no. Except no, not really. It didn't cause 53,000 deaths. It didn't cause the death rate to go up 16%. That was the vaccine. Absolutely incredible. Based on the available information, some of the mortality increase in July 2022 compared to the same month of the past two years may have been due to the heat waves that have affected parts of Europe during the reference period. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. It could be that. It could very well be that. It could also be the poison that you injected everybody with. It could also be that. But they're not going to mention that. They're not going to express that they're not going to uh, say that it's also extremely high here in america we also have excess deaths but they weren't because of the heat we have air conditioning here just incredible harrison smith lost fifty three thousand dollars in las vegas amid a thunderstorm they say they say some of the money lost could have been lost in the rain because of the thunderstorm when you know perfectly well that you're not very good at blackjack and you shouldn't have bet all your money on on that hand that you don't fully understand. Absolutely incredible how unbelievably dishonest these people are. Let's go now out to your phone call. Stephen in Florida has a call about cashless society. Economics 101, ownership versus renting. Lay it on us, Stephen. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Harrison. Uh, Yeah, I want to put this in perspective. Now, we all know you guys have highlighted this so much that the war cry of the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab is, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Yeah. Well, I want to put this in perspective, okay? I, I have talked to, you know, friends, neighbors, etc., and I point to their vehicle they drive, whatever kind of vehicle they have, and I said, who owns that? Well, I do. It's paid off. Uh, I've got the title. Uh, really? Um, don't get that registration. And you'll find out real quick who owns it. Hmm. Um, that house that you live in, 
Who owns it? Uh, I do. I paid off the mortgage. Really? Don't pay your taxes. You'll find out who owns it real quick. So the plan, you can go right down the line, business, you know, even ourselves, we've all got a social security number. So the point I'm making is that we have been uh, deluded and deceived into this mentality that we own anything. Okay. Because in the final outcome, and, and this is where I'm going, okay, the the World Economic Forum, they're clueless, even though, yeah, they have the wealth and the, you know, the media and everything else, okay, they seem to be in control. That's what I'm getting at. But Jesus said, a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. And he also said, what will it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul. And that's why the Apostle Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 6, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and snare, and unto many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in perdition and destruction. But he also said that we brought nothing into this world, it's certain we can carry nothing out, having food and raiment, which is clothing, let us be there with content. So you look at down through history, the pharaohs, the Caesars, uh, you know, the, all these different kings and rulers right up to the present day, they don't own anything because you know what? Uh, David Rockefeller, Zbigniew Brzezinski died a couple years ago. Guess what? They didn't take it with them. They have nothing. And this yeah. is the problem with these people. They have no eternal perspective. So I'm you're, not saying we shouldn't You're, have you're exactly things. right, Stephen. I, I'm sorry, we're about to go to commercial break, but you're exactly right. And I, I, I get your point for sure. And there is certainly something true to what you say. Stop paying your taxes and you'll see who owns your house. But there is a very big difference between owning your house and being a renter of a landlord who actually owns the house and has a key to your house and can come into your house and can make changes to your house. I can do whatever I want in my house. I can knock down walls. I can do whatever the hell I want because I own it. There's, there's a big difference there. There is. The rage for more than a decade have been concentrated green powders with wheatgrass and so many other ingredients that are known to make us healthy, to make us vibrant, and to defend our immune systems. Now, over a year and a half ago, we came out with a product that was top sourced, top of the line, as good as going to get, but then the supply chain broke down and it was sold out for more than a year. Finally, Green Fiber Capsules, this big old bottle, jam-packed, is back in stock for a limited time at InfoWarsTore.com, 30% off. In this limited time, I don't have time to go into all the great things it does or what it has inside. But go to InfoWarsTore.com and look up Green Fiber Capsules for yourself and see how amazing it is. And what's just as amazing is it funds the InfoWar and keeps us on air. We're all under globalist attack. They don't want you to have these essential nutrients that are in this product. Get yours today at 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Now back in stock. We here at InfoWars are proud to announce the first ever Kava Kava Root Supplement that is now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Kava is one of the hottest new breakthroughs in the natural health world today, though it has been used for hundreds of years in the Pacific Islands for its relaxation and euphoric effects. According to ancient Samoan legend, Kava was given as a gift by the sun god Tagaloa, who they considered to be the supreme ruler 
and creator of the universe. The Samoan people would drink kava tea during social gatherings and sacred ceremonies to loosen up a little. Nowadays, kava is used around the world by many who enjoy its serious benefits. The new kava chill by Dr. Jones Naturals contains a full blend of not only kava kava, but other herbs including, but not limited to, German chamomile, organic skullcap, and valerian root. We do expect to sell this new product quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. phone calls momentarily. We're going to cover this story while it's hot off the presses. Uganda declares outbreak of rare Ebola strain. Don't worry, guys. The medical establishment, the world community that has been established and fortified through the coronavirus pandemic is ready and able to react in exactly the same way. First of all, We know Uganda is declaring an outbreak of a rare Ebola strain. Health workers are putting on their hazmat suits and going in to try to work with these patients. After a young man tested positive for a rare strain of the deadly virus, eight suspected cases as well as six suspicious deaths are still being investigated. And as I joke about this, it's worth noting that we got off kind of easy with coronavirus. Coronavirus was not the deadly pandemic that they wanted it to be, that they designed it to be. Can you imagine if coronavirus actually was as deadly as they pretended it was in the beginning? We know now that it's really just a particularly nasty flu. But what if it really did have a 50% death rate? What if it really was as virulent as it could have been. And what if now we're so suspicious of the medical community, of the science, that we don't want to listen to them if it's something like Ebola, which actually is horrific and incredibly deadly. Pretty dangerous circumstances. But again, don't worry, folks. We know the COVID playbook. We've got it down First, you ignore it and you call people racist for pointing it out. You tell people to go hug a Ugandan and go to the Ugandan Day Parade because it's racist to be concerned about the outbreak of a mysterious new virus. Uh, Then, of course, we let it get into this country and we send infected people into nursing homes. Okay, We send infected people to be around an enclosed area where the most vulnerable people are so we get high death rates. Okay, Then we need to enforce masks on everybody and goggles and gloves and plastic barriers and we need to shut down the entire economy first for two weeks and then forever destroying our entire economic base and rewarding the people doing this with extra unemployment benefits so that they refuse to work ever again and then we need to, we'll just follow the we'll just follow the normal then we need a vaccine that doesn't actually prevent you from getting it or prevent it from being spread and actually just makes your heart explode and uh, th- then we'll all be in the new world order and all of this will be wiped from our memory and it'll all be reported completely differently two years from now 
and all will be well. So uh, it's just, you know, aren't you so comforted to know that the same medical authorities that had dictatorial powers during COVID are now having to deal with Ebola? And I'm sure they'll do it with exactly the same efficacy and thoughtfulness that they did coronavirus. Total coincidence, by the way, that all of the World Economic Forum and UN and Clinton Global Initiative, all the globalist combines are getting together in New York right now. Surely they'll be getting some some handouts about this, some training mechanisms, some, you know, it's event 202 happening right now in New York City, and that's clearly a coincidence. All right, we'll go to your phone calls. We'll talk about immigration a little bit on the other side. First, we have Aaron in South Carolina who wants to describe me. Okay, thanks for calling in, Aaron. You're on the air. Actually, Harrison, this is just as serious as that last phone call with Stephen. Eternal salvation, he had a very good point. Okay. Hey, the next time you watch yourself on a rerun, I want you to think of two things. Braveheart meets Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> uh, is that, are you, uh, okay. I don't really understand. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you don't understand? You never saw Revenge of the Nerds? I've never seen Revenge of the Nerds, actually. All right, you need to watch it. Do me a favor. After you watch it, the next time you crack a joke on air, I want you to do that laugh for me, bro. All right. I don't know. You're, you you're, you're over my head. You're over my, my pay grade. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. I love you, Harrison. You're doing a great job. I just wanted to mess with you. All right. Well, thank you very much. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not as, uh, I'm not as up to date on my 1980s pop culture as the glasses hey, may have led you to I, believe. Just ask Matt. He's probably laughing right now. I, I will do just that. Thank you so much for the call, Aaron. Thanks for the, uh, for the suggestion, I'll watch Revenge of the Nerds, and I'll think of you the entire time. Now let's go to Virginia. In Virginia, talking about Hillary Clinton getting back into office, or getting Biden into office, rather. Thanks for calling in, Virginia. You're on the air. I, good morning, Harrison. I hope you're having a great day. Pretty good um, so far. I do want to tell you about the Thursday or Friday before the election when Hillary was on television And she was swearing up and down to Biden that he was going to get in office as the president. And sure enough, he certainly did. And I just, I can't get over it. I mean, she was telling him he is going to win the presidency, and he certainly did. So I don't understand what went wrong, but it's it's just terrible to see him in the way he's acting. Mm. And he's he's not able to even be the president. So please put this on the air. Also, uh, Harrison, I want to tell you that Clinton, or I'm um, sorry, um, the president did say that we don't have to take the the virus. Uh, we don't have to take that shot. And it's over. The pandemic is over, Biden said. Uh, Yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting note. Hillary Clinton making that that promise. Look, all you got to know is they learned their lesson in 2016. They were very overconfident in 2016. They thought there was no way Trump would win. So they they didn't quite do all that was necessary 
to ensure that their person got into office. They had an insurance plan. Again, we, we've talked about this before. The way the FBI acted in the run-up to the 2016 election was so blatant, was so obvious, was so corrupt and out in the open because they thought that Hillary Clinton was going to win and they were going to do all the same things that they're doing now. They were just going to do it back in 2016. Then Trump got into office. That was a big blow to the New World Order. That was a blow to the globalists and the deep state. They did not expect that to happen. So for the next four years, from 2016 to 2020, they made very sure that they weren't going to make that mistake again. I'd love to ask people, you know, you trust the election results, right? So you, you believe that Donald Trump got 74 million votes? The answer would obviously be yes. Of course, the obvious follow-up to that is if there are 133 million registered voters in America and you believe that Trump got 74 million of those votes, how many votes are left over if you subtract 74 from 133? Is 74 more than half of 133 or less than half? Hmm. Interesting question, isn't it? They cheated, right. folks. It couldn't be more obvious. Thanks so much for the call, Virginia. I appreciated it. I appreciate it. You're, we're getting into – we don't have too much time here, but we'll go into more of your phone calls for the next 30 minutes as we finish up this hour before welcoming John Guandolo and Taylor Hansen in the 10 o'clock hour, one after the other. John Guandolo is a counterterrorism expert and a former FBI agent. We'll be talking to him about the FBI. And, of course, Taylor Hansen is an independent reporter who's been on this show a lot and now finds himself unable to purchase firearms because of a federal block. People ask me all the time, what is your best nootropic? You've got TurboForce, you've got BrainForce Plus, and you've got BrainForce Ultra. Which one is better? And that's like asking, what's better, a Ford F-150 or a Cadillac? or a Ferrari. It's different strokes for different folks. It varies. All three are different formulas. All three do different things. Turbo Force is 10 hours of clean, out-of-control energy. I can't even take a whole pack myself. Brain Force Plus is a long-term acting clean nootropic. This Brain Force Ultra is a super fast-acting nootropic that creates incredible clarity but doesn't last very long they're all three different formulas and finally back in stock massively discounted brain force ultra is available at infowarsstore.com brain force ultra back in stock infowarsstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is American Journal. Talk about immigration just a second. This is sort of tangential to immigration, but it really really illuminates the entire mindset of the liberal leftist psychopaths that mill about our country like termites, destroying it from the inside out. In this case, our good friend, Ron Filipikowski. And it really is amazing. Okay, so he said yesterday, because there's been a lot of talk recently about fentanyl and about the horrendous weapon of mass destruction that it has become in America – killing hundreds of people every single day, an unparalleled crisis in this country that 
It's not getting talked about. It's not getting talked about because it has to do with two countries that the liberals don't want any bad news about, China and Mexico. Fentanyl comes from China, but it gets through the southern border via the very same pathways that illegal immigrants come through, enriches the same people, the cartels that are carrying out the human trafficking operation as well as the fentanyl drug operation. There have been multiple busts recently, and fentanyl is so incredibly dangerous, incredibly toxic. It's almost impossible to describe. You know, it killed George Floyd. That's how dangerous it is. The upstanding citizen George Floyd was killed by fentanyl, and that's, that's just one sign of its danger. But, of course, people are talking about this as just another aspect of the damage being done to this country by the open border policy. And there's story after story. You know, this guy captured with enough fentanyl to kill a million people, to kill 109,000 people, was one headline I saw today, which really it's not a lot of fentanyl. It's that a small dose of fentanyl will kill you. So to kill 100,000 people, you really don't need that much. But still an incredibly dangerous thing crossing this border and now being inserted into all sorts of drugs. Yeah, lethal dose. You almost need a microscope to see it. Really horrific. So Ron Filibowski has uh, the most typical liberal's response to this you could ever imagine. He says, quote, if they didn't see a way to blame Biden, Republicans wouldn't give a blank about fentanyl. People were ODing on it through the Trump years without a peep from them, to which some uh, you know, brilliant lunar commander simply posted four stories. And again, not difficult to find these stories. Go ahead and type fentanyl into Google, go to the news tab, and put the search uh, parameters for the Trump presidency. See what you find. It's story after story after story after story of the Trump administration and other conservative groups sounding the alarm about fentanyl. Just four stories off the, off the top. Trump signs Markey bill to stem the flow of fentanyl. Trump accuses China's Z of failing to halt fentanyl exports to the U.S. And that's the, the main story that you'll see. That was like the, the number one attempt. It was President Donald Trump attempting to use the power of the American economy to influence China to prevent them from sending fentanyl into our country. Right, doing what an American president should do and actually defending the people of America against foreign adversaries without the use of force and arms, and specifically about fentanyl. Largest ever U.S. border seizure of fentanyl made in Arizona. That was from 2018. U.S. border agents have seized 254 pounds of fentanyl that was stashed in a truck crossing into Arizona from Mexico. And, of course, Trump declares opioid epidemic a national public health emergency. So this is how it works, right? There's a problem like fentanyl. There are good people that just want it solved. They just want some sort of solution to this major and deadly problem. It's the same with crime. It's the same with immigration. It's the same with education, all this sort of stuff. You've got decent, regular, God-fearing, non-political people. They're just like, this is an issue. Can we please solve it? And you have people like Donald Trump and the Republicans doing things to solve it, making a point of it, you know, Coming up with solutions, trying to implement them, and standing in their way are Democrats who are claiming you don't really care about this. You're just a racist. 
You're racist, so you don't want people crossing the border, and you're racist, so you're blaming fentanyl on these poor, innocent, lovely brown people, and so you're a racist, and and your your fear of fentanyl is is not real. You just want a political hammer to to beat people with because you're bad. Then fast forward, it's still an issue under the Democrats. You point out again, hey, this fentanyl is a big issue, and they go, oh, you don't really care about fentanyl. You never cared about fentanyl before. You're just saying it because it hurts Biden. See, these people are so politicized. They are so trapped in this paradigm where they cannot fathom people actually caring about things because they don't care about anything. They don't actually care about the outcome of anything. They see everything through the parameters of does this benefit my side or their side? Well, they're talking about fentanyl. Well, it sounds bad because – Biden's president, if there's fentanyl coming across, that's Biden's part. So they must really just be attacking Biden. They don't care about people who are overdosing about fentanyl. And he says, literally, quote, Republicans wouldn't give a blank about fentanyl. People were ODing on it all through the Trump years without a peep from them. If they didn't see a way to blame Biden, they wouldn't care. Well, of course, we cared the entire four years. They ignored us. They called us racist for even talking about it. And now that it's you know becoming a bigger issue, they're saying it's actually just an attack on Biden. We don't actually care about fentanyl like these these people are so their projection is so overwhelming it's literally destroying the entire country because we can't do anything real we can't actually solve real problems because when republicans want to solve real problems democrats have this knee-jerk like schizophrenic reaction where they just they can't let you solve a problem or else it proves that you're right when is this from August 2018, it's outrageous that the poisonous synthetic heroin fentanyl comes pouring into the U.S. postal system from China. We can and must end this now. The Senate should pass the STOP Act and firmly stop this poison from killing our children and destroying our country. No more delay. I'd love to see if there was a response from Ron Filipowski to to that tweet by Trump. Apparently, they don't have a memory. Apparently, they just just they all were born yesterday. They all just didn't exist before yesterday. And so when you point out, actually, they were talking about this all through the four years, it just just washes over them like a like water off a duck's back. It doesn't even affect them in the slightest. They could not care less about reality, about the the real progression of time, about what's happening in the temporal existence that we find ourselves. It doesn't matter to them. It's all manufactured. It's all lies. They just they exist in a world replete with lies, disinformation, manipulation scumbaggery i'm telling you we got to get rid of these people i don't know how but we just gotta like we gotta do something because how how can we solve any problems when every time we bring up a problem they come up with some sort of different reason why they shouldn't solve it and use us trying to solve a problem to call us bad people somehow Uh, it's it's impossible to solve anything we can't we can't get anything done because these people cannot just recognize what's actually happening and it's the craziest part is that they do get it like they're just dishonest they're not stupid they are not dumb they're not you know maybe ron doesn't remember that we were talking about this uh, throughout all of these four years but the much more likely thing is that he knows exactly what he's doing he knows that we were talking about fentanyl all through the trump years he just has to come up with something as a distraction as a as a dodge to get around responsibility for the person that he supports being a complete failure of a president and they do it over and over and over again the the greatest example of this is the fact that Corinne jean-pierre comes out and says we have 
deported more migrants than the previous administration. And it's like, so you're in favor of that now? Like, what do you like? They just don't believe anything. They just don't they don't know anything. They don't believe anything. And yet their perception of reality is if they can trick enough people, then that's reality now. If they can just ban the people that disagree with them and have their own talking points repeated by the mainstream media, that somehow alters the structure of reality to fit their fantasy rather than what it actually is. Folks, we are going to go out to your phone calls in the next segment. Please do support us at InfoWarsStore.com. Alex Jones is right now making his first appearance at the Sandy Hook trial in Connecticut. Lend him your support, InfoWarsStore.com. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male pack. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. The best-selling book in America last week was The Great Reset and the War for the Worlds, written by Alex Jones. Jones sold more than 56,000 copies of his book last week. But the New York Times lied about that because the New York Times doesn't want you to know that. The New York Times wants you to believe that Alex Jones is more discredited than the New York Times. The paper that started the Iraq War by lying about weapons of mass destruction and got a million people killed. So they lied about his book. The Great Reset and the War for the World, the historic book that lays out the plans of the Great Reset Death Star and exposes the New World Order's plans for global enslavement. Get your copy now at Amazon.com to keep the book at number one and InfoWarsStore.com to help keep InfoWars on the air. The Great Reset and the War for the World by Alex Jones. Now number one in the world. The Ray. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. To read more about any of what we cover here, you can go to offlimits.news or harrisonillsmith.substack.com to receive a daily email of all of the links to all of these stories that we cover. A little bit about immigration here, and then uh, take your phone calls. CNN reports, attorneys for migrants sent to Martha's Vineyard looking into origin, origination of brochures they believe were handed out under false pretenses. The brochure features a picture of what appears to be a road sign that reads Massachusetts welcomes you and a photo of a nondescript lighthouse. CNN obscured parts of this image to remove the phone numbers, phone numbers that are totally public and in many cases directly associated with the government itself. Attorneys for many of the nearly 50 migrants who landed unexpectedly 
Yeah, well, Martha's Vineyard didn't expect it, but the migrants certainly knew exactly where they were going to. And Martha's Vineyard said Monday the brochures given to their clients were highly misleading and used to entice their clients to travel under the guise that resettlement support was available to them. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, why are you not doing this prior to Martha's Vineyard? Oh, my God, why are you not aware that this is what the UN is doing with a program where they are going to countries all around the world? And giving people brochures and cash cards, actually, that are filled with money to get them to America, along with instructions on not just you know, legitimate places to help them, but ways to legally qualify for asylum when you actually don't. What to say, the magic words to say, abracadabra, I am now a refugee. Yeah, you have to say that you feel like you were under a threat. And that you are fleeing for your life and that you don't have an ID, so throw your ID away right now. You have to pretend you don't have one, right? Just pretend, pretend, pretend. It's all a fantasy. We live in a fantasy world, so comport your fantasy to the national fantasy and you'll be welcomed in. So the UN's been – I mean that, this is the most infuriating part. Obviously, this is should be a good thing by the leftists. They were very mad that Ron DeSantis sent these poor innocent people to Massachusetts without giving them any – options or any uh, benefits or anything it's like well we gave them a brochure with exactly who to contact to get benefits i mean these are all organizations that do this exact thing so we gave them you know what's the big deal here well the big deal here is they are subjective in their care about what what's being done it really and like this is the most annoying thing it's the same stuff it's like the stuff that we're concerned about actually concerned about that there are migrants being ferried into our country being given resources by international organizations, non-governmental organizations, taught and shown how to take advantage of our open laws for their own gain. Why is CNN not doing it before they get to the border? It, they only report on things if it benefits them and their narrative. They want to hurt Ron DeSantis, so now they'll report on things that they could have been reporting about for the past four years, five years, ten years, twenty years, however long they've been doing this. Now a Texas sheriff has opened a criminal probe into DeSantis' operation to fly migrants to Martha's Vineyard. Despite the fact that this was literally done as a response to the operation to fly migrants all around the country carried out by the Biden administration. And of course we had the story yesterday that's like New York City is sending its unwanted migrants to Florida, right? Subjective pretense of the law. If they like you, you can do it. If they don't like you, you're under investigation. Same thing. They're doing the same thing. It's just completely subjective as to whether the law enforcement cares about it. And again, it's like where are the sheriffs? Where are all of these different law enforcement agencies that all could be launching investigations against the Biden administration? There's literal human trafficking going on. They are sending kids by the hundreds to go live with people who they cannot identify. The Border Patrol agent that was – that, w- that blew the whistle to Savannah Hernandez. He said that the people don't have ID. They are given a child and they're given the ID of the child. And on the transfer order of the child, it says, and they are being transferred to Jose Gutierrez. And then they hand that. And then that person uses that order as an ID to get on a plane and fly wherever they want. And then they call and try to find out where these kids are and what happened to them once they gave them to the unidentified adults and they can't find them anymore. One-third of the children, at least 5,000 children, have just disappeared into America with strangers. Nobody knows where they are. Nobody knows if they're alive or dead. 
Nobody's investigating it. Oh, but Ron DeSantis sends a, a very publicly and in the middle of the day sends a plane to Martha's Vineyard and it's investigation after investigation being launched by the media, by the law enforcement. Everybody cares all of a sudden. Completely subjective, totally ridiculous. And just to put the cherry on top of this. On this very day that all of this is taking place, migrant arrest at the southern border hit a yearly record never before reached. In the last 11 months, there have been over 2 million arrests of migrants, which, as the numbers have been reported, may represent as little as 43 percent of the actual number of people crossing over as something like 47 percent are getaways, runaways, whatever they call them. 200 3,597 illegal immigrants were, incur- were encountered at the border last month, a 329% increase from the average number of August encounters under Trump, which, of course, as the spokesperson for the White House will tell us, means the border is secure, folks. It's secure and safe and good. The total number of illegal crossings is now at 4.4 million under Joe Biden, which is between 1% and 2% of our entire population. So, hey, you know, the good news is we could last at least another 50 years before we are literally entirely replaced with foreigners. Fantastic. Let's go out to your phone calls now. Andrew in New Jersey got vaccinated but ran into some trouble. Thanks for calling in, Andrew. You're on the air. You know, I went against my will and uh, got vaccinated. And then I felt dumb because working in New York City yesterday in the liberal globalist capital, the other camera guy, he refused to get vaccinated and he was working with us and he said he just used like a fake, um, you know, he just did a fake uh, lot number. And even when he forgot his fake card, he just randomly Googled someone's vaccine card on his phone and showed it to the reception, which we didn't have to do yesterday. But so he's able to work by just flashing some random (laughs) card (laughs) that he just typed in, but I felt bad. I, I didn't want to lie about it. And then I was like, well, it's, you know, risking my health. So I had the one vaccine because in New York city, they said, well, if you work for these local news, you have to, you're considered like a government employee, even though you're not working for the city. So I got the one shot and then I went to LinkedIn actually, and you played a video. This was like a month ago or so. And you, um, the two liberals were mocking people that didn't get the vaccine and I, they wouldn't let me in <laughs> to LinkedIn. I was supposed to shoot a celebrity chef, but um, I showed them the past and they're like, well, you need two doses, you know, and you only have one. So I said, but I'll go outside now. The tents where they have tests all over, I'll get the test. It'll only take like 10 minutes. I'll come back. I'll show you. It'll be negative. You know, isn't that better than the vaccine, which are ineffective? Right. If, you're, if your goal was to actually prevent the spread of virus, it would be perfectly effective. But they are not interested in stopping the virus from spreading. They're interested in using your fear to enforce the vaccine on you. Now, it's 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 the classic move, Andrew. I mean, it's the it's the it's a classic you know scam move. Well, you already gave me some, and you can either lose all that or you can double down and maybe make more money back. So, I mean, that's the way that that they get people to do it. Yeah, don't uh, don't fall for it, obviously. And look, we told you, do whatever you can. I mean, as Thomas Jefferson says, you know, when the when law becomes tyranny, it's your duty to resist. Like these systems are very not good. They're not like secure, right? So, yeah, you can just print out vaccine cards and and 
uh, do them. And, you know, you got to be careful because they will charge you with this if you try to get on a plane. People were actually charged for faking their vaccine. But at the same time, the systems are there to be exploited. And all you have to do is learn the system to then manipulate the system to your own end. That's the only way to survive in this corrupt world. Thank you so much for the call, Andrew. Let's go to Dustin in Florida. You say Martha's Vineyard will be the downfall of DeSantis. We only have about a minute left here, but the floor is yours, Dustin. It's Justin, actually. Good morning. God bless, like always. Yeah, see, here's the thing. He is technically trafficking because we already know that it's the Democrats that always pick up the kids and all that fun jazz. He just basically just sent a whole bunch of them there. So whenever they all come out and they finally get arrested because they have to admit to what they do because, you know, they hate the Santas. That's the only way that they can probably pull it off. Brandon, it's just a tongue-in-cheek. I'm just joking around. But realistically speaking, yeah. Um, Yeah, no. I mean, he needs to keep doing it, keep sending them, and hopefully that'll finally get the message across. Yeah, we we can only hope. I mean, again, I thought it was kind of a silly stunt at first, but seeing the way they react and how it exposes their hypocrisy really is overt and wonderful. I love I love seeing them freak out. It's just infuriating the way that, yeah, now they launch investigations. Now they're very concerned about human trafficking. We've been sounding the alarm. It'll be the same as fentanyl, right? We sound the alarm. We talk about it. We endlessly suggest that the government should be doing something to prevent this since it's the government who's causing the problem in the first place. We get ignored until the Democrats decide that they can use it politically. And then they blame us saying that actually we were just trying to use it politically because we're in a feedback loop of insanity that's going to destroy us all the rage for more than a decade have been concentrated green powders with wheatgrass and so many other ingredients that are known to make us healthy to make us vibrant and to defend our immune systems now over a year and a half ago we came out with a product that was top sourced top of the line as good as gonna get but then the supply chain broke down and it was sold out for more than a year finally Green Fiber Capsules, this big old bottle, jam-packed, is back in stock for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, 30% off. In this limited time, I don't have time to go into all the great things it does or what it has inside. But go to InfoWarsStore.com and look up Green Fiber Capsules for yourself and see how amazing it is. And what's just as amazing is it funds the InfoWar and keeps us on air. We're all under globalist attack. They don't want you to have these essential nutrients that are in this product. Get yours today at 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Now back in stock. 